This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Some of the things that stood out the most from our conversation with Will there just a moment ago, there's no excuse, and I and this is what I hate about games like this. It's kind of what we were talking about with Coach David Patrick yesterday. Mm-hmm. The, the games against teams you are supposed to beat are more nerve-wracking than you know, the, the Milwaukee Bucks yeah. in the Kings case or the Boston Celtics or whatever, yep. uh, because a 20, I think it was a 29th ranked defense and a 28th ranked offense. Mm-hmm. There is no excuse for the, for the, for the Houston Rockets to beat the Sacramento Kings last uh, tonight. No. And here's like, and here's the frustrating thing. This is where what you talked about comes into play where, and, and I'm not going to get picky either way, but I understand, Right. Like, if you got to go down to the wire against Houston. You know what I mean? Like, if you're playing sloppy, not playing defense, allowing Jalen Green to get to the bucket anytime, Kevin Porter, all this other stuff, in, in a game that if you would just sharpen up what you're supposed to be doing, like I mentioned, would be a 15- to 20-point game, is a three-point game with two minutes to go because you're not handling business. And say you win that game, but you come out of there feeling like, oh, they, didn't, they didn't play well. Like, that's not – that's where – you get the unfulfillment a little bit of a win against the Rockets or two mm-hmm. wins against the Rockets. But then you got to remind yourself, hey, it's a W. But you want to see them play well. Yeah. Like this is an opportunity to play well and come away with a relatively, potentially, a relatively comfortable win. But you got to be careful with that too, man, because we've seen Houston um, beat a couple teams that probably thought they wouldn't beat. I know they beat Philly. Yeah, Houston's not winless. Yeah, they're not zero and thirty nine. Mm-hmm. Like they've won games this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you just got to stop that. There's just not a lot that they do well, no. and I mean the uh, the the you know percentage that they give up in the that that just leads me to believe, man, Domas could he could have himself a night at the at the at the at, the, at the scoring, yeah. which you know as as Drapes told us you know earlier. He doesn't care. He doesn't care about that. Well, right. I don't think he's going to turn away from it. If he turns at the rim and there's no one in sight, yeah, he's going to take those two points. I care. Yeah. I think he, Put the ball in the basket, Domas. I never want this double-double streak to end. <laughs> I want this streak to go on forever. I think I think he could have a, a big game tonight, though. I mean, uh, people say Sengun is a problem. Sengun is a very talented guy. He's not a great defender. Jabari Smith. Yeah, that was I the think, whole point. It was defending. Yeah, yeah. Jabari Smith. Really good defender mm-hmm. in college. I think he will be a good defender in the league. He's still a young 19, 20-year-old kid going up against a grown man Sabonis. 
he should be able to go to work on him. K.J. Martin's too small. So they they have guys that, yes, are talented, but I think, what did uh did James say this? Light in the pants? Oh, that was, yeah, I believe that's a James Ham term. Yeah. Light, 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 light in the pants. Those two guys, man, they're too light in the pants to, to mm. mess with Domas. Sounds really weird when you say it. It really does. To be fair, it sounded weird. I don't think weird. I'm going to say it. <laughs> yeah, it sounded weird when James said it, but sometimes you just, uh, James, it's one of James's lines. Swivel in the hips, light in the pants. We'll let James rock with those. Oh, sounds really put it weird. on a shirt. Sounds really weird when you do it. I, 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 I vote we take that one out of your lexicon. A little light in the pants. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. I'm not sure. You got like a premium. Peacock. Apparently oh, not. Man. I'm, oh man. I'm guessing not. <laughs> Ryan hits you with the super paws. <laughs> James said it, not me. No, James ain't here. So you get the heat, pal. Nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. If you want to get in here on the phone line, Sheena Quick going to join us at the bottom of this hour. We'll talk some football with her, uh, and then James Ham will make his way in here uh, following shoot around uh, earlier today as the Sacramento Kings get ready for the Houston Rockets game one of two. It was our ESPN game. Damn, uh, we were going we were going to break the sound uh, record again. <laughs> okay, maybe we I don't know, maybe we were. <laughs> the sound record. That maybe. poor that poor team was like twenty three and forty four at the time. No. We, <laughs> we did what we could, man. Us. Yeah, we, we had we to did. make it work. Yeah. That's why I love Sacramento. Uh let's check in with De'Aaron Fox following shoot around today. Yeah. We all showed up today. <laughs> Not just you and me. Um What's it like for you getting to play the Rockets, your, your hometown team? It's really normal. Besides, unless we play in Houston, it's a bit different, but um, when we play here, it's just normal. Is it kind of like take care of business the next two games? I know we last mm. the standings and we go with that. Just like the mentality of heading into play, though? Yeah, like you said before, it's uh, it's one of those ones where you know you want to go in and, like you said, handle, handle business, but you know, you're supposed to win. You want to win those games that you're supposed to win. So uh, for us, I mean, you go out here and do what we're supposed to do. You know, continue to play the way that we know we can play. Um, continue to try to improve defensively. I know you say it's one game at a time. Do you look at the week in general, just how good it could be with these four games? Oh, well, to be honest, uh, I know we play the Rockets twice. I don't know who played after that, so I couldn't even, I really couldn't even tell you. But uh, uh, when that scout comes up and whenever we upload our uh, our film, you know, that's that's when I start focusing on that team. kind of things Oh, I mean, you know, he knows that it's the it's a long season. Uh, we tell him you know, try not to worry about what you're doing offensively because you know offense can come and go. Um, so what we want to do, you know, for for him as a rookie and us as a team is to try to te- try to be consistent on the defensive end. You know, that's one thing that you know you can control. Mike, that's uh, oh, we'll hear what James says. Here. No, oh, James, James got James got jumped. <laughs> James got jumped. James got oh, man, James got jumped. There was a couple of voices there I didn't recognize. I don't know who some of those people asking questions were. but uh, I need to be better with my voice recognition. Yeah. I, I didn't I, hear my I, man Tony Harvey. I, 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 didn't, <laughs> I, I, didn't, I, don't, I didn't. I don't know who started talking after Chris. I don't know either. I think Chris was the, was the student who was called on and didn't do his homework. <laughs> like he, he threw that question out about Houston. And I, you could see, for those who weren't watching, Darren's face was like, bro, I've been in the league six years. Like, what, what do you mean? Chris was like, all right, that's fine. No big deal. 
<laughs> oh man. Shout out Chris. Oh, that's our guy for sure. I just <laughs> He got the first question and De'Aaron got that look like well, He might he might normal. not have been like it's this I wonder if he always gets the first question. It yeah, because I don't think he does. It, it might have caught him off guard. Oh, oh, I got the first question. Uh, how does it feel to be in the NBA? <laughs> well, that, hey, hey, Chris, if you're listening, don't worry. I asked Jason Jones, hey, what's, what's it mean that De'Aaron Fox is back? And it took everything Jason had to say. Well, it means their best player is back, jackass. Jesus. Yeah, asking questions is hard. It really is. It's not as easy as it seems. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. It's not as easy as it seems. Oh, man. 916. I like Chris, though, man. Oh, Chris is great. Yeah, Chris is. I felt really. Chris, he, that's, a, that's why this is funny because he really is good at his job. I, and like, I feel Chris's pain. <laughs> I've asked dumb questions before. Like, it's all right. That's all right. We all right. It happens. Oh, man. Shake it off. Get the next one right. That's what it is. That's all it is. Uh, 916. <laughs> What's with De'Aaron Fox is back? Nine one six nine zero nine. Good thing. Good thing. Jason's my friend. He might have cussed me out with that. Nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. Get our man Tiki in here. Tiki, what's happening, baby? What's going on, Tiki? What's up, man? Hey, I got a, I got something for you because I remember at the beginning of the year when Seattle beat Denver and you was talking hot on your KC. Mm-hmm. And you said that Seattle was trash and we mm-hmm. wouldn't make the playoffs. You wasn't worried about us. And y'all beat us twice this year, so it was only right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think uh, we got something for y'all, man. Because didn't y'all sweep the Rams last year or two? We did. We did. I don't think – first of all, I, I thought Seattle was going to be one of the two worst teams in, in football this year. What a season they had. I, what I, a joke. I just thought that was such a crazy take. I mean, from what we had seen from Geno, that was going to be their starting quarterback. Drew Locke was going to be around. It didn't, they didn't look like they had a lot of talent. Um, think, and I wasn't alone. Seattle and Houston? Yeah, it was going to be somewhere <laughs> around there. Seattle, Seattle, it didn't look like they had a lot of talent. We, Kenneth Walker came out of nowhere. You um, did kill them after that Denver game because oh, I, lo- yeah. I love that Denver game. Oh, yeah. I thought Seattle mm. was going to be garbage. They yeah. were not. They had a great season. Pete Carroll did a phenomenal job. Geno Smith. Mm. Um, he had a, a really good season. Kenneth Walker was a revelation yeah. for that group. Um, I'm happy they had a, Gino, they had a cool season. They I'm had really a cool season. And, look, man, it's the playoffs. Like I continue to say, anything could happen. If I was removed from the situation, like if I wasn't invested in the 49ers and all this other stuff, I would look at it like kind of how um, Buffalo and Miami. Sorry, Jesse. But <laughs> Buffalo should backhand Miami. Sorry, I, I hit multiple buttons there. I was just with, 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 what's turn. his name, Skylar Thompson? Come yeah. On. Come on, come on. It's not even the Dolphins' I, I, fault. I think Nick they're, Wagner. They're, they're on their third QB. I think our guy Nick Wagner tweeted, Skylar Thompson and Brock Purdy will be the two, this will be the first time two quarterbacks drafted that low have ever played in the wow. playoffs. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's the, it, it, so that's I, the right call for two if, not to play. Yeah, absolutely. We'll talk about that yeah. later. But I say I just bring that up to say if I was an outside observer, mm-hmm. I think the 49ers would backhand Seattle. Mm-hmm. I don't care what happened, you know, third time playing. I think they would backhand them. I'm showing a little more caution just because my team is in it, and I don't want to be – I don't want to put the cart, cart before the horse, but 
if I was just a regular NFL observer, I wouldn't give Seattle much of a chance. So, you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see if they have some form. I know all week they're going to hear that. They're going to hear that they don't have a shot. And Pete Carroll is a whiz at getting guys hyped up, you know, that feel disregarded or feel like they've been disrespected. That's what he that's what he based the whole Legion of Boom on. You know, a bunch of guys that were looked at as outcasts and everything like that. And, and Pete flourishes with working with those type of guys. So I think they'll be ready to play. I think it'll be a close game early, like in the first half. And then I think the Niners will pull away in the second half. Okay. Well, we're obviously going to talk. Uh, the Niners are just better than the Seahawks. They that they doesn't are. mean they can't lose. But that does it right. That's they're, that's they're the thing. Better. This is this is a uh, this is this is one game. Mm-hmm. That's what makes the NFL playoff so exciting. Just one game. Um, the last eighteen weeks don't matter. They got no. you. They they, they 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 determined where you're playing. Mm-hmm. Um, and man, he bring, I just thought of this. That Denver game sure feels different because in the moment it felt like, "Wow, what a win for Seattle!" <laughs> oh no, now it's like, no, that, that was great. Denver sucks, man. So that that, it, that 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 in hindsight, that game feels a lot different than it did in the moment. And it really great feels, win for Seattle. Maybe I good. tried to stall the guy out a little bit, but it really does feel after like these last two weeks. If Nathaniel Hackett wasn't there, that's probably it. Might be a playoff team. Yeah, Nathaniel Hackett was terrible. He was just awful. Absolutely awful. We'll talk a lot more football. And Will Z, uh, he is unfrozen. Uh, and, he, and, and, he, and, he, and he pulled up some notes on Malik Monk and Shemezi Metu. We'll pass, pass those along to you. Plus, Sheena Quick joins us here on Sacramento Sports Leaders. Steelo and KC on ESPN 1320. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. D-Lo and KC continues. Streaming live on the Odyssey app. He said, taking my fish for a walk because water levels are so high in old sack. I'm crying. <laughs> I would need to know if that's his fish or he just got that video from somewhere. That's hella that's funny. funny. <laughs> that is funny. Hey, I got a, I got a. Uh... John Bull says, saw you next to Cesar Chavez walking your fish. <laughs> Wanted to say hi, got nervous. <laughs> Oh man! Hey, check this out. Do you know? Do you know the four highest paid quarterbacks in football? <clears throat> four highest paid uh, per year. Yes. Deshaun. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen. No. 
I know it ain't Patrick Mahomes. No. Cousins? No. Damn. Okay, well, this this isn't going well. So Deshaun is Desha- one Deshaun of them. is uh, he's third actually. Really? Yeah. Number one is Aaron Rodgers. Oh. Number two is Russell Wilson. Number three is Deshaun Watson. Uh-huh. Number four is Kyler Murray. What do they all have in common besides they're rich? They're out of the playoffs. They ain't in the playoffs. Four highest paid quarterbacks in the game, not in the postseason. Well. Yeah, I mean, Kyler wasn't going to make it, injured or otherwise. Like, that team wasn't going to make it. Do you, I mean, aside uh, from Rogers, Deshaun. Who was the you, second one? Oh, Russell, Russell Wilson. Aside from Deshaun, mm-hmm. I mean, you would have thought at the beginning of the season all three of those were shoins. Well, maybe not. For sure. Maybe Kyler wasn't a Yeah, Ky- Kyler, I don't think. Yeah, Kyler, But there no, are definitely I thought the people other two, who thought. I, yeah, we was, didn't. Yeah, me and you We didn't. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Kyler and Russ. I mean, I don't know that you thought uh, Denver was. But I, I, I would have I would have bet on. I think I did have Denver in there. Wow. I think I did. Because I think it came not, down between Denver not, and the Raiders. I didn't put the Raiders in. Not that I give a damn. Uh, but curious to see what happens in Cleveland moving forward. Because mm. that was rough. Mm. And like no one, well, some people are rooting for their success. A lot of people are rooting against Cleveland right now. <laughs> yeah. A lot of the NFL is rooting against Cleveland right yeah. now. I don't I don't know how that speaking purely on football. He didn't look good at all. He didn't. He looked terrible. He looked horrible. And I, he hadn't played in a year, year and a half. Year probably. and a half, yeah. So I don't know if that has something to do with it. I'm sure it does, but he looked terrible. And that that roster, which I thought was really good, is now a year older. It's the Indianapolis thing. Mm-hmm. Like you thought, oh, that that roster is good. Like yeah, the roster just keeps getting older, though. Mm-hmm. Like that, that the these the NFL windows, man, they don't open for very long. Not at all. Them joints close quick. Yeah. And absolutely. I mean, Indy's done. They've they've got to figure they've got to figure other things out mm-hmm. in Indianapolis. I don't know if Cleveland. I don't think Cleveland's done, but. You know, you 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 don't have Landry anymore. The Odell thing didn't yeah. work out. Like no, they're you close were, to having to revamp. You were something. really banking on the Baker Mayfield stuff to work. Mm-hmm. What um, uh, I was about to ask you something with that, yes, bro. I'm, yeah. this, I just want to I just want to clarify what's happening right now is a hundred percent your fault. Uh oh, the last two minute report is out. Oh, so okay. <laughs> oh, what the heck? Yeah, I need to know. I where Rob at? Where's Rob? I need to know what they I, uh, say, because if they say that was a, a legit foul, oh, oh, <laughs> oh. I, 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 can never, I can never find it quick enough. It, 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 I'm, I'm always I wish I could pull up so slow trying to find it. Matter of fact. Uh, here it is. Uh, hold on. Jazz Cavs, Trailblazers, Magic. Do you remember what time it was? It was under a minute. Correct call, correct call, correct a three point, call. Three-point shot called a foul. On Gary Harris, Gary on the Damian Lillard three. I'm, I'm. Harris contests the shot and makes lower body contact on, with an airborne Lillard, <laughs> affecting his jump shot. Oh man, they gotta stop this. Correct call. <laughs> Video is attached. They gotta stop this. Let me man. take a. Oh, wait a minute. No, no, the video went dark. Well, how'd the video come up and then the video goes dark? Yeah, because they don't want you to see it. Yeah, this is the video. This is what the video that the <laughs> that's the video that this is the video that the officials attached to this. The NBA shady, this is what it man. looks like. The NBA is shady. 
<laughs> looks <laughs> looks suspiciously similar to the Keegan Murray video they attached. The NBA shady. There it man. is. All right, Charles Iron. Here comes Dame. Dame up the floor, around his back. Oh. Come on, man. Okay, I, what I really love about this is similar to. Oh wow! Do they have the the slow mo and the angles and stuff? I was gonna say, they don't attach any other angles to it. They mm. just attach the game feed to it. Mm. Good, the good thing for them, I got NBA League Pass. Gary Harris, <laughs> on this play, is leaning backwards. Oh. It's bad, bro. It's bad. I need, Ooh, I need Rob. Boy. Rob, where you at? Rob, boy. where you at? Here, here, this is what I'm gonna do, Dame. I'm gonna just, you know, give a second here because I need you to see this. Go ahead. Just keep All my right. iPad mm. for a second. I'm, 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 I'm gonna take the iPad. I'm gonna watch this play. Just see the, see it the is angles. Gary Harris. Yep. See you gotta. You need to. You need to clean your screen, bro. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a little dusty. Yeah. A little dusty. See the oh, angles. Come on, wow. man. Wow. <laughs> Come on. Y'all have got to see this. <laughs> what are we doing out here? Now it didn't. It didn't cost Orlando the game. Because Orlando wound up wound he, up winning. He hit all three. But my goodness, look at. Let me. Let me see if I can pause it. Hold on. I want to try. He hit all three. He made it a one point game. I think. After he hit that. I'm going to try to show the chatty house. I don't know how well y'all can see that. That's the foul call right there. Come on now. There's no, there's no contact. That's the foul call. <laughs> there's no contact. There's no contact initiated by Gary Harris. That's for sure. <laughs> but the NBA. Man, this stuff is out of control, dude. That don't make no sense, man. Dame gets a completely clean. Dame's got a completely clean look. He just like and he just falls he forward, falls forward. Yeah, trying to get a foul and the refs take it. This and then terrible. and then once you like you said, you get it wrong, you get it wrong as a referee, that's one thing. But to come back on this two, last two minute report, and what they said, well you may not have it up, but they said Gary Harris made contact yeah. with him. Yep. Gary Harris is with his lower body, made lower up. body contact. <laughs> and Dame is leaning into him. They gotta stop this. They gotta just stop the last two minute report, please. Please, just stop it. Mm, mm, mm. How many radio shows do you think break down <laughs> video for random basketball game? <laughs> this, this is why Trista said we can go national. <laughs> We're going national, baby. We're going national. Trista said so. Trista said so. Oh, man. That's terrible. That's awful. The NBA's got to fix this, man. Yeah. That is just the, terrible. The, the simple fix would be just stop with the last two-minute report. They got to do really, that. It really makes you look bad. Because now it's like you're just out here lying to us. You're just out here lying to Same us. Saying whatever. Saying whatever. But mm. Like you said earlier, though, hopefully we don't need to look at the last two-minute report to, tomorrow. No. No, hopefully don't even put one out because they're just running out the clock. Yeah. In the king's favor, I want to specify. Yeah, let's, be, <laughs> let's, let's specify. Let's be perfectly clear. Yeah, we're, we're, we're not at the point yet where we could just say, oh, yeah, no. <laughs> Um, besides 49ers and Seahawks, is there anything else this weekend you're looking forward to in terms of the wild card game? Um, Cowboys and Bucks is probably the second mm-hmm. second game that I want to see. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you, you could make is argument, it because you think the Cowboys are going to lose? I, yeah, I, I, I want to see how that plays out. I think the Cowboys might I, lose. I definitely want to see how that plays out because I don't know. And like you said, I think the Cowboys might lose. What was the stat? I don't think we got into it, but Tom Brady's never lost against the Cowboys. 
Is that yeah. the stat? Yeah. Seven and oh? Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember what the number was. Is it seven? I think it's seven and oh in his career against the Cowboys. Mm. Dak, Matt Schwab, Matt Schaub, oh. Prescott. You never know. I the the Cowboys are the better team to me. They're more talented on both sides mm-hmm. of the of the of the ball. I think they're the better team. But it just seems like a bad spot. At the very least, I think it's going to be a close game. A lot closer, a lot closer than what it should be based on the talent levels, in my opinion, of the two teams. I think the Cowboys are vastly superior talent-wise. But I think this is going to be a tough game for them. 23 touchdowns, five interceptions. Uh, excuse me, 23 touchdowns, 15 interceptions mm. uh, for Dakota on the year in the 12 games that he played. Mm. 2,800 yards. Hey, what, what happened with Micah Parsons? I didn't see this. Oh, the uh, so there's like a players a players association all pro list. So mm-hmm. like players voted on it, and like the rules were, you can't vote for yourself or anyone on your team, mm-hmm. and I think you voted for like your position group, mm-hmm. and that's how they determined the the players all pro list. Well, Micah didn't make it. Mm. <laughs> That's interesting. And, and I think he said, I think he tweeted something. Um, uh, F that list. <laughs> I'm focused on the playoffs or, or, or something along those lines. That's kind of crazy. I, I like. I wonder who was, I don't have it in front of me, who was on the list. I have it. Because I, who's, okay, 97's on there. Yeah. Who else is on that defense? Miles Garrett. Line? Michael Parsons had a better year than Miles Garrett. Off the top of my head, I don't have no numbers in front of me or nothing like that. Michael Parsons had a better season. Four, I I, I had the numbers somewhere in our notes. Uh, four 49ers and four Chiefs Damn. made the list. That was the most. Um, I, I'm, I'm oh, sure total, you can, not just on that side of the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I, and I think it was two and two. It's Juszczyk, of course. The, the the offensive ones are obvious. They're gonna name the fullback position it, to use. It's Kyle Uzcheck, and then it's 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 the best player in professional football, mm-hmm. uh, Trent Williams, at the uh, left tackle spot. And then it's of course it's ninety seven. And any guesses who the who the fourth one is? It's either Moody, Dre, or I don't think it's Fred. I think it's Dre or Moody. It's the one you didn't think. It's Fred. It's he Fred finally Warner. gets the respect. That's yeah. what I'm talking about, man. It's Fred it's, Warner. It's, I, I Fred to Warner say, and Roquan, Roquan Smith at that position. I want to say it should be Fred, but mm-hmm. it seemed like he never gets his just due, man. So I'm glad he did, man. And and Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams made it. Oh, okay. For Josh the, Jacobs. For, for the Raiders, yeah. Josh Jacobs might might be out of here. I told Sarah that the other day. Josh he Jacobs. should be out of here. Yeah. I, I walk into that. Hey, it's real simple. It's either me or that coach, <laughs> one, one, one of us is gone. I'm like Vince McMahon or Stephanie, one of us got to go. Vince McMahon or Stephanie, one of, one of us got to go. <laughs> but this is this is a this is a it's it's an interesting little list because it gives you an idea of of you know uh, what players think and uh, players that they value. Like Patrick Mahomes is 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 the quarterback. Justin Jefferson is on here along with Devontae Adams. Uh, Travis Kelsey's the tight end. Um, his brother's on here at center. Zach Martin still holding down the right guard spot. 
There's there should be a conversation, and it's probably because he's on the Dallas Cowboys, and it gets you know eclipsed by Dax and Zeke's and mm-hmm. whoever's wearing eighty eight at the time, and whoever the coach is, and Jerry Jones, and all of that different stuff. Yeah, but like Zach Martin has been phenomenal. Yes, since the moment he was drafted. Yeah, he's been absolutely phenomenal. The um the the other thing about it is I. Bryce is in the chat saying um, Miles Garrett and Michael Parsons have identical stats this year, except uh, Garrett has three more sacks. I got to admit, I haven't followed it that closely. I'm just thinking about the story arc of the season and where Michael Parsons, I mean, remember until like maybe the last three or four weeks, it was 97 or 11 defensive player of the year. Nobody else, nobody else. Mm -hmm. And they would go back and forth, like depending on who, whose game came on last, essentially, mm-hmm. on TV. It was going back and forth. And for him to go from that three, four weeks ago to not being on this list, I don't know. Well, Nobody talked about Miles Garrett this year. Yeah, but I think you're right. You're absolutely right. But I think part of that also was because Cleveland wasn't very good. Mm-hmm. And so if these guys are just weighing, you know, if the stats are identical, I mean, it, 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 they'll, it doesn't mean that, Michael Parsons isn't like third, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's this is the All Pro list, one at every position. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean he wasn't the the next person. Right? Could have been decided by a vote for all we know. Right? A, a single vote. That would suck. I I, I mean I, I like I get I get why Michael Parsons would be like yo, when y'all mentioned Miles Garrett is the defensive player of the year, right? Oh, what that, his team that, do? That's the thing. Like, I, if I was him, I hadn't heard from not to say he's not having a good season, but we nope. hadn't heard from him all year. Y'all that, was talking about me being the best defensive player in the game. Yep. And now all of a sudden, I'm not even on this list. Fell from top ten and not mentioned at all. Miles Garrett has more sacks and tackles for loss. Uh, Parsons has five more tackles. Mm. It's Jesse Z in there running the stats. <laughs> Jesse Z. <laughs> Jesse Z. I'm just uh, trying to get like Will. That's it. I yeah, see you. We all trying to get there. I see you shining. You know who I really like at the corner? I like Darius Slay a lot. Oh, Darius yeah. Slay's been really good at that cornerback position, even in Detroit. Yeah. He's he's yeah, he's a, sure. he's a, he's a good ball player. Yeah. Um, this is a it's a it's a fun little list to look at. They said they're going to also release. Um, I think they said the top five vote getters in each position group. Mm-hmm. So. We'll know exactly where Micah Parsons finished. We'll know exactly where Mooney, all, all these other – we'll know where everybody, you know, finished uh, in this regard. Um, and I don't even know what position you call Christian McCaffrey, but Lord have mercy. Wide back. Now he's got two wide backs. Kyle had a great tweet in, in a – it, it, it was something like um, on the league, you know, a league that – Quarterback is the superstar position, mm-hmm. and the league hates running backs. Uh, the 49ers have a third-string quarterback who was drafted last <laughs> and a running back that they spent a ton of picks on <laughs> and are killing it. It's crazy. That's Christian crazy. McCaffrey, though, isn't just like a hand-the-ball-to-him running back. No. Like, he's so much more. I forgot who I, I think it was. I was listening to Butcher Boy uh, on the morning roast, and he was just talking about, like, there were things that, they see from Christian McCaffrey that's like Barry Sanders esque mm. with his vision and how his vision is is in sync with his his feet and his footwork and all this other stuff. And 
on the surface, it sounds crazy, right, when you've seen Barry Sanders. But just think about, you know, someone just watching him. You know, we watched him at a, at a certain level um, for the past 10 weeks or so. And he's he's better than advertised. I knew he was good, but I wasn't sitting there watching the Panthers every week. Um, he's better than I originally gave him credit for. He's yeah. really, really good. You, you know, you <laughs> I always remember you weren't here the day after he was traded. Mm-hmm. And I just remember talking about the idea of Christian McCaffrey versus what Christian McCaffrey is. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen the idea manifest itself on a football field before. We saw it at Stanford, uh, and we saw it that second year uh, in in Carolina. Mm-hmm. And then you you saw moments, but injuries always took over. And the biggest wild card in this acquisition was always going to be Kyle Shanahan. How does Kyle Shanahan get the most out of this? Yeah. And man, it's been flawless. It has been. It, it's 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 just been flawless. It's fun to talk about Brock Purdy and what he's done since being under center. The offense have, has changed since Christian McCaffrey put on a 49ers uniform. And the 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 other thing about that is um, he's been able to stay healthy. You know, because that's what yeah. was always in yep. my head when they made the trade. Like, I like Christian. I like the idea of Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> but, man, is he going to be able to hold up? And then especially the way Kyle Shanahan <laughs> – I remember everybody, all the naysayers when, when they got him. You know, I was in the chat, I think, that time, and they were like, oh – uh, Kyle's going to break him by, you know, in two weeks. Like, he's not going to last. And lo and behold, he's been here the entire time. And I think, for the most part, Kyle has done a good job with him. I think that's either, as far as, like, his workload. he's his done workload, a great job. His yeah. workload, things of that nature. I think it only it's only going to get better with Elijah Mitchell in there because now you can really specialize what Christian McCaffrey uh, does out there and, and how many times you want to run him you know, from the running back spot or split them out or anything like that. And, yeah, it's been it's been a great situation. I hope if the 49ers advance, Elijah Mitchell sees the second game. <laughs> I'm not I'm not trying to be funny. I'm not trying to tell a joke. Like, it, so it honestly felt like Elijah, like, played, got hurt, came back, played yeah. once, and then was gone again. <laughs> and looks good every time. Every time. It's like, damn, that Elijah every Mitchell time. nice. Let's get Bobby in here. 916-909-1320. What's happening, Bobby? What's up, fellas? Happy New Year. Happy no, New Year. no, what? no. It's what? too late. It is too late. It's, it's 11 days. It's too late. It's hey, my, my power just got turned back on. So I'm <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> All right, fair enough. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll make hey, exceptions. Man, with, with two little kids, Smud is, I don't know, man. I'll be PC with Smud, but no comments. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're 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 working. They're working. They're working. I know, going on? I know. Yeah, no, they were nice, but uh, it's it's good. It's it's very humbling to be without power for nine days. But back to the Niners. Uh, those all pro lists, man. Uh, you guys are right. I, I think it's funny how McCaffrey just keeps getting overlooked because he could have been arguably all pro as a running back or receiver, but. Um, I don't know. I feel like you guys, I heard you talking about Micah. His only weakness is against the run game. I mean, if you look at PFF, the pro football focus, and I know that's kind of generic, but I think that was probably the knock with him. But it's good to see Fred getting recognition yeah. because he is still probably the most well-rounded because he can just cover the pass so well, you know. Yeah, yeah I, I think, it stirs the drink. I think he's – I've been saying it, you know, for the last two years, I think he's the best middle linebacker in the game. You know, and there's a lot of other – very good middle linebackers, but I think Fred is the best. 
Bobby mentioned it, the way he can cover, um, the way he tackles. Uh, you just mentioned it, the straw that stirs the drink. He is the quarterback for that defense. Uh, I think he's the, I think he's the best middle linebacker in the game. He's also the best dressed middle linebacker. Oh yeah, he looks I don't nice. think that's close. He like if nice. there were if there was and I don't know why there isn't. If there was league fits for the National Football League, they'd be slipping. He'd be Hall of Fame. Absolutely. If Fred Warner be I mean Hall of the, Fame. the Niners would go crazy. The Niners would go crazy with Fred. Um it's it's different and he's not here right now. I thought Jimmy looked very good. Oh, Jimmy, yeah, yeah. Jimmy, 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 Jimmy Good. Nice. Uh Debo dresses really well. Yeah. And then obviously seventy one. Come on, man. Oh yeah, Trent Williams goes. Trent Williams, that boy, that boy stayed drippy. Yeah, yeah. He, he 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 looks good. I absolutely hate how many people in the chat popped for the Happy New Year line. That that's, <laughs> and I said it back without any. Thought. You sure did. That was that was a bad job by me. Well, that, like we said, we'll stall we'll stall we'll stall Bobby out because he didn't have power for nine days. So as far as Bobby knows, it's January second. <laughs> right. That's crazy, man. This ooh, nine days. We I'm, haven't lost power. Knock on. Yeah, this man, I'm, table. I'm lucky. I lost power on New Year's Eve at the crib mm-hmm. for maybe three hours, three, four hours. And that's been it, man. I got lucky. All we did was lose internet for the heartbeat. Like, we were same night, New Year's. Mm-hmm. We were New Year's Eve. We were streaming the, the game from a phone and sending it to the TV and this whole little contraption trying to make it work. Um, but yeah, we've been, we've been lucky. Uh, hopefully they turned off Harrison Barnes's power because apparently that was the the source of his superpowers on uh, on Monday and we get that back in action. Absolutely, Harrison Barnes. What do you have? Thirty on 30. Monday? Yeah, Ooh. eleven of. It wasn't just the thirty; it was eleven of thirteen. It was one miss, three, two, two. Uh, how many was it? Uh, let me let me get the exact number. I think it was twelve uh-huh. between Keegan and Harrison. Mm-hmm. Let me confirm. 13. Oh, 11 of 13 from three. Those guys oh, missed two. Yeah, yeah. Those guys missed two free, yeah, two threes. Crazy. That's crazy. Keegan was cooking. Keegan was cooking as well. What was he, five of seven yeah. from beyond the arc? Five of six. Five of six. Five Keegan of seven five. for the, for That's the it. whole yep. field, for the yep. uh, field goals. Yeah. Oh. Jesse just randomly joined the stream. <laughs> I don't know why that does that sometimes. <laughs> hey, the people want to see you. That's all it is. I'll just be minding my own business, and I look, I'm on camera. <laughs> I think we've become a video show that just airs on the radio. Kind of. I, I hear people who listen to both, and they've started to tell us that when they're on the radio, they feel like they're missing out on something. Oh, well, we don't want to we do that. No, we don't, you know, like, and, and we appreciate it. And, and yeah. I think if you haven't experienced both, you know, if you're on the radio, you're out driving around, like, you feel fine. You're perfectly yeah. fine. Uh, but if you've lived in the chatty house and then you venture out there to 98.5, you know, HD or, or 1320, yeah, maybe it's a little different. I got, I, you know, passing iPads back and forth, showing still shots of <laughs> Dame Lillard not getting fouled. I, I listen on the radio every now and then. It's, it's still a good show. Oh, it's we're a great, great show, show on, the, on the radio. I have evidence of it, as a matter of fact. We'll step out. We'll come back. I saw James Ham in the building. I don't know if he's he's getting tea or, or, or what he's doing, but he'll be with us here uh, soon, and uh, we'll continue to talk 49ers. We'll continue to talk Kings. Uh, we'll talk with James Ham when we return here uh, on Sacramento Sports Leaders, Dilo and Casey on ESPN 1320. D-Lo and Casey continues streaming live on the Odyssey app. Kenny just hit us with his, the wildest food take. 
not wild at all. It's, it's very it's wild. Very sensible. It, it it no, it's not sensible. That's why they charge extra for it. Is because it's so good. It is. It is. It's CJ in the chat says guac is trash. I've, I've heard I Kenny's agree. Mexican food takes. I don't think you've ever had like truly good Mexican food, bro. No, I've had some really good Mexican food. Really, really good from How, legit places. You so avocados? In LA, I got you, people you in Fresno. Avocados are trash. Uh, yeah, I don't like them. Wow. I don't like them. Literally have avocados every day. This is stunning. No, it's trash. It's trash. See, but this guy likes the lemon Oreos and stuff. So it's lemon food Oreo, palette, whatever. Lemon, lemon Oreo is, is fire. Lemon Oreo is fire. Jesse, don't come at me for my Mexican uh, food takes. I'm just saying, dude. Don't, like, don't come at that. I, I'm a, I, street tacos. Street tacos is on I'm in the streets. I'm in, I'm in Oakland. I'm in Fresno. I'm in L.A. They say okay. they say uh, well, we know you in L.A. Like they say they say Oakland has the best Mexican food in um, who's California. They? Really? Yeah. I don't think I would have guessed that. I'll put Modesto's up against. I mean, Oakland. I I I think Oakland has really good food. Period. I like uh, La Pinata. That's the restaurant spot. But they have um they have some like I forgot it was like East 114th Street. They have this taco truck that oh my gosh, we would go. Me and Jazz mm. would go there in the middle of the night. To go get the tacos at that point, it was you. It wasn't safe, I'll tell you that. But man, I had to go get them tacos. I miss being able to eat late at night. Like I do that. Like I'm immediately like fat for like four days. Yeah. Like I'm 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 immediately having to like starve myself. Drink nothing but juice the next day. Like <laughs> like y'all y'all think I'm kidding when I say this. Like if I eat off of my like plan just a little bit, boy, it could get it could get rocky. Yeah. It gets rocky. I mean, I've been cutting down on the sodas, you know, drinking good. a little more water. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to trying to get ready for the summer, you know what I'm saying? Trying to get ready for the summer. All right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, guacamole, uh, guacamole is not good. It's not good. I, I, I tried I, to have I some the other day. Disagree. I disagree. I, I very much disagree with you. Jazz Probably. and Reese love it. And I was like, man, let me try this. Normal man. people do. I mean, let me try this real quick, man. Maybe I'm trying. Did they make it? She makes it, and oh, I know that's Jazz not go, so I know that's what I had on Sunday. It wasn't made it was like something from sprouts or something like that oh yeah that stuff can be gross they 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 they, they do some dumb stuff with yeah. that like you, guacamole you have to make right yeah. it's got to be made perfect and sometimes that store-bought stuff doesn't taste good i won't be trying again all right, <laughs> all right. i'm done i said the other day let me try it. maybe i'm tripping no i wasn't tripping uh james is here i think he's out there working on something so can we can we just spend a quick minute touching on that Twitter rumor that popped up last night? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, so there, you know, Vince McMahon has returned to the WWE, and that's been a, a a big talking point, like in the business world, because it it sent the WWE stock soaring, uh, and then that was followed by Stephanie McMahon, who of course is Vince's daughter and was named the co CEO after she left, which I after Vince left, which I always found was funny. Because you don't need two CEOs. You need one. She was co-CEO with who? Nick Khan. That's what I thought. Okay, I just and Nick Khan came over uh, to the WWE from CAA. Mm-hmm. And he was a major, major power player in that world of you know being an agent and with CAA being... Uh, matter of fact, uh, our, our our friend used to uh, coach used to be represented okay. uh, by Nick okay. Khan. Yeah. And I, I you know, so uh, uh, there's been a lot of speculation probably for like the last year that a sale of WWE is upcoming. 
And Stephanie even kind of alluded to that at one point saying, you know, like a lot of entities who broadcast stuff, they want to own what they broadcast. Now, that could mean Apple TV. That could mean Netflix. That could mean Hulu. That could mean NBC Universal. That could mean Fox. That could mean virtually any broadcasting entity wanting to own the WWE. Well, I think some wrestling fans have started to, you know, in in wrestling, they call it work themselves into a shoot where they're taking news and they they say, well, what if this happens and what if this happens? And then they start putting pieces together. And I know Brian Alvarez, who works with Dave Meltzer over at the Wrestling Observer, tweeted last night, I think something really, really big is imminent. That's all he wrote. Mm -hmm. I think something major is imminent. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, a bunch of bodyslam.net guys (laughs) started putting out these tweets and no disrespect to them. I'm sure they're reporters. I'm sure they have connections, but someone actually wrote the tweet that says sources. WWE has been sold to the Saudi Arabia private fund or whatever the group is that puts on those crown jewel shows. Mm -hmm. And immediately that tweet was circulated all over the place. And the belief wrestling fans ran with is they could buy it. WWE goes from a private com- goes from a public company back to a private company and Vince McMahon puts himself back in charge. Mm-hmm. And the way his return to the WWE goes now, he can't be in charge of what's on television. That has already been laid out. There's no way that it could happen without SEC laws being broken because it's a publicly traded company with a with 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 shareholders and board of directors and all of that different stuff. So wrestling fans believe that 77-year-old Vince McMahon wants to control the six or seven hours you watch of WWE television. I tweeted this last night, and I think it's been verified today. I thought that report was wrong. I thought it was wrestling fans disguising themselves as something else, buying blue check marks, and getting this tweet circulating, and a couple of other people bought along with it. Mm -hmm. Not one single reputable reporter has stated that this has happened. Uh, As a matter of fact, Ariel Hawani, who used to be represented by Nick Khan, uh, tweeted today, I've been told this is not true. There's no sale imminent right now Mm -hmm. at all, not with Saudi, not with anybody. And I just said last night, and it's what I feel today, and there's just no way that I think a sale to that group happens because the ramifications are far too grave. The political consequences for NBC, Universal, and Fox, Mm -hmm. the position that you put those sports entertainers in, um, the position you put like people like Sami Zayn in, who's a part of the biggest storyline that professional wrestling has had for the last like 10 years. You put him in a position where it's like, I'm not even allowed in that country, Hmm. and you want me to work for that company. No women can have power in Saudi Arabia, but you're going to tell me about a women's revolution with Charlotte Flair? And this is also a government that murders people who are part of the LGBTQ plus community. Mm. So forgive me if I hit the pause button on your Twitter rumors and go, there's no way they're doing that. WWE, as we know, it ceases to exist if they get sold to the to the to that group in Saudi. And if they cease to exist, Vince McMahon ceases to exist in life and in death. He no longer exists if WWE isn't a part of mainstream pop culture in the United States of America. Mm-hmm. I will take my my feeling from last night a step further. <laughs> and here, here here's a here's a jab for wrestling fans. There is no chance in hell 
they're selling to that Saudi group. Absolutely none. Yeah. I agree with you after hearing you lay it out and I heard a couple other things that even even as and I asked you earlier, does Vince care? Does he even care? Does he just want the money and the power? He does care about Vince McMahon, right? And you lay it I out do part- believe he cares about the WWE because that is not only his legacy, but his father's legacy. Mm-hmm. I do think he cares about that. Well, and but that's my point. Like, I think he cares about that. I still think he cares about Vince McMahon more. And if he goes to that Saudi group, Vince McMahon is gone. Like you just yeah. perfectly laid out. Yeah. So he, I don't think he would. I don't think he would self destruct himself, so to speak. Right. You know, in spite of I don't want Stephanie to own it or Triple H or anybody like that. So I agree with you. I don't think that happens. Um, do you think a sale happens though? Yeah. And I don't know why. I don't know why now of mm-hmm. all time frames. I don't know. Maybe it's a, a, a negotiating tactic for the upcoming television deals. Uh, there, they, you know, Nick Khan came in before the last NBC Universal uh, deal and 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 the launch of the Fox deal. Those were phenomenal. Those are deals that a professional wrestling organization has never seen. Even when you could pull a Monday night rating that said 10.8% of the country was watching mm-hmm. something on Monday. They had never seen a television deal like what they got from Fox. We've had the discussion about whether the wrestling's popularity is at its lowest point since like the mid-90s. I think it's consumed differently. And the fact that they still regularly sell out shows and the fact that Fox was willing to pay multiple billions of dollars for the rights to air that show on Friday speaks to uh, the demand there still is for that product. Mm-hmm. I don't know why after all of these years it's the, the idea is there to sell it unless Vince is now faced with his own mortality. Mm-hmm. He's 77 years old. Mm-hmm. Now, if I remember right, I think Vince's mom is like 100. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not 100% sure. I think Vince's mom might still be alive. Mm-hmm. But if she's not, she passed away at like 100 or 101 or something. So he could be around for a really long time. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it could be, again, it could be a negotiation t- tactic or it could be he's faced with his own mortality. And he told us on television once, I'm going to kill my own creation. <laughs> he may not feel Stephanie and, and Triple H or Shane or Nick Khan or uh, – I forgot the producer, Kevin Dunn. He may not feel like those guys can run the company forever. And he may not, he may want the company run a specific way. There are people who thought, you know, who could legitimately buy it? The Rock. Mm. Mm. And of course, The Rock's got money. This is a different type of money. I was about this to say, is, that this would is, be probably in conjunction with right. This is NBC The Rock Universal putting together like something right yeah. with NBC or 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 you know whatever other broadcasting entity that would front the you know major portion of that bill. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't I don't know why now is the time for them. But every sign is pointing to something happening very soon. It's just not the one that was on Twitter last night. The the other thing that's interesting about that is like, um, you know, we look at, uh, I want to call her by her new name, what is uh, Mercedes? 
Mm-hmm. Mercedes Monet, Sasha Mercedes Banks. Mercedes Monet, mm-hmm. Sasha Bank. It makes more sense now, right? Like another reason. She might not have came back anyway. But with Vince coming back possibly, nah, this ain't the time to go to the WWE. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm going to go do this. I can always come back if I need to, but this ain't the time. See, the, and, and and this is the thing, and I just went over to Dave's website, Dave Meltzer's website, and the first the first thing, WWE shareholders file class action lawsuit against Vince McMahon. Mm. So th- there are a lot of – Vince has an incredible place in history in, in terms of this form of entertainment. Mm-hmm. It literally exists in the form we consume it today – because of him and nobody else absolutely no one it is Vince McMahon Vince McMahon built the entire genre of professional wrestling but it's passed him by Mm -hmm. and you could probably make the argument it passed him by 15 years ago Uh, I was gonna be generous to say 10 but yeah maybe 15 it's 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 his company and there are plenty of people that have worked there that'll tell you you're often writing these shows for one person and it's him and if he likes it it's getting on tv Mm -hmm. and most of the stuff at the time 62 year old Vince McMahon likes 11 year old Reese Carraway might not (laughs) 36 year old uh uh, D-Lo and Casey they might not like it either yeah but if it entertains 62-year-old Vince McMahon, it's getting on television. It's long been time for a change. Mm-hmm. And that's why you saw when Vince left, the product seemed to shift a little bit because someone else with a different vision was in charge of it. Mm-hmm. And it, a lot of performers have thought, hey, okay, it's kind of a fresh start with this company. Uh, and now that he's back, there are a lot of people like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. I don't want to deal with the way that he runs a company because he runs a company a very specific way. He runs a company like it's still 1987. How about those people who who were fired when he was there, mm-hmm. then brought back mm-hmm. with Triple H, and now they got the Braun Strowmans and these guys. They got to be looking around like, "Yo, what does what does this mean? Yeah, what does this mean for me? What the hell's going on?" So with the class action lawsuit, I heard that as well where they that would be them bringing him back to get him all the way out um why don't what do you mean like with because the the shareholders he's the he's the head chairman right Mm -hmm. so with him being back i mean i guess there was no class action lawsuit when he wasn't in when he was retired right right but now this that, is about him coming back because when he came back, he removed three people on the executive board mm-hmm. and replaced them with his people. And I, that's part of the suit mm-hmm. is you manipulated the board of directors. Right. And that's that's the SEC with, will look at that like not the Southeastern Conference, <laughs> but <laughs> the one that handles Wall Street. Yeah. will look at that like you're you're manipulating the, the the structure of this you're 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 manipulating shareholders right and that is specifically with him coming back like if right. he didn't this come is, back yep then this he could have done that and just moved on yeah but now that he's come back oh, okay you come back well we, you need to answer for this mm-hmm. you know or i'm telling one and, of the two and because he has 81 percent of the voting power he he has the final say on everything that takes place with the company, whether it's a new media rights deal mm-hmm. or it's a sale or it's something else. Mm-hmm. 
He is still the guy in charge of that company, even when he... That's why most people who were close to wrestling knew when he retired, this isn't real. Hmm. It's it's a work. He's not not retired because he's still... Every level of power he has now, every level of power he had last year, Mm -hmm. he had during this so-called retirement. He never lost power. He just stayed home. Right. And it was just TV stuff, right? Like even then, even then, with everybody being signed back, if he didn't want them to, he, maybe he couldn't stop the signing. But he would get trips out of the position to sign. He could have, right? He probably could have. Yeah. Uh, it would have been a lot more work than it is now, mm-hmm. because his biggest power play was like, I'm not signing off on anything. Mm-hmm. I'm still the majority shareholder, and I'm not signing off on any deal or any sale if I'm not the executive chairman. That was his ultimate power play. Where if the media rights deals come up next year, which mean they're they're going to spend this entire year negotiating with Fox and, and NBC or, or Apple or whoever else wants in on this, as well as companies that might be interested in buying the entire company. And remember, when you're buying the WWE, you're not just buying WWE. You're buying the history of professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. You're buying the WCW tape library, yeah. the AEW uh, uh not AE, uh, AWA tape library, no. all, all of the stuff from Dallas and when wrestling was just these little regional pockets across the country. You're buying all of that. Mm. You own it all. If someone purchases WWE, you own the history of professional wrestling. Yeah, I've watched more documentaries than I have actual wrestling in the last year. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you like, There's people like that who... I don't even watch wrestling right now, but I love watching, going back and watching stuff or going back and watching the documentaries or ruthless aggression or anything like that. Like that's, you're getting all of that. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's heartbreaking for me to think, and and that's why I just, I can't, and maybe it's denial on my part thinking that this could be sold somewhere else. Cause this wrestling has been a major part of my life since I was like four. Mm -hmm. Uh, My mom knew if she had to run somewhere when I was really young, and my sister wasn't home, uh, you, you, you good. Just put Hulk Hogan on the screen, uh, put the Macho Man on the screen, you, you know, watch this. Uh, you know, I'll be back in 20 minutes. Yeah. Uh, and then she'd come back in 20 minutes, and I'd be in that exact same spot <laughs> watching that same exact VHS uh, of whatever, you know, show we popped in before she left. Yeah. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 